Yo, gorillas! Welcome to the Athlete Insider Podcast by Gornation. My name is Phil, and today's guest is the Bulgarian planche beast, an inspiration for the workout scene. I'm really happy to welcome you to the show, Stefan Irotev from Bulgaria. Hello, guys. Uh, my name is Stefan Irotev from Bulgaria. I'm 20 years old. Awesome. Happy to have you here. Happy that you take the time. People always requested you, uh, the Bulgarian beasts. You have this le legendary gym there where there are like a lot of strong athletes. Uh, and we already interviewed Viktor Kamenov. Uh, so I'm really happy to welcome you uh, as the second, the second uh, strong athlete from this uh, legendary gym. And uh, yeah, let's kick off with your presentation. Uh, who are you? What do you do in, in normal life? In real life first uh, thank you for inviting me to this interview um, so I'm studying uh, measuring equipment in technical university uh, I finished my uh, high school with measuring equipment too so I want to uh, be on next level like uh, to finish my university um, I'm training work uh, calisthenics uh, eight years almost. Uh, about our gym, actually, I started to train there in the end of the 2012 when I met uh, first Victor there. And uh, for first two years, I wasn't so consistent in the sport, but uh, with the time, I just uh, found that this is my way of life. So you're 20 now, if I understand it right, and you started yes. in, in 2012, so you were like a child. How, how old yeah. were you? I was uh, almost 12, actually. And you started with calisthenics then? Yeah. Wow. Before this, I was doing uh, other sports like uh, handball, swim, and uh, etc. Wow. So yeah, like, uh, is it is it normal in Bulgaria that uh, like uh, gymnastics and uh, calisthenics are they? Uh, is it like big big sports in in Bulgaria? About uh, the gymnastics, kind of. Uh, we have a lot of. Uh, actually, you know, Jordan Yovchev. He is one of the uh, best um, gymnastics in uh, the world. But um, about the calisthenics, no. It's not uh, something big. Okay. So when you started with uh, almost 12, how, how did your workout go? Did you do the basics or did you uh, like start with uh, advanced movements already? So at the beginning, uh, my first uh, main goal and idea was uh, to build a good body shape. So I started with basics. Uh, first month, I was doing only pull-ups and dips. And uh, the second, I started to do um, muscle-ups. Like for two months, I did uh, 12 muscle-ups. Wow, with with 12 years, <laughs> years old. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Okay. Um, so pull-ups, muscle-ups, uh, how did you, the evolution continue? First year, I was doing only basics and uh, like uh, pull-ups, dips, uh, muscle-ups and uh, other basic elements. Uh, the second year, I started to go to competitions just to watching uh, what are they doing and uh, how the sports uh, is changing. You know? 
And uh, in 2014, I started to do more um, elements. I started to learn planche, front levers, and uh, other static elements. Okay. So uh, in your beginning, you did a lot of basics and um, uh, yes, you started with, with these movements. Do you think it was important for your, uh, for your progress afterwards in, in planche and front lever? I think uh, everybody who started to do calisthenics uh, must have uh, at least basic uh, strength, you know, just to build from pull-ups and push-ups, even dips. You have to build one level to improve it. You can't start uh, without any strength to do elements. Okay. Actually, you you can, but uh, you're exposed to more uh, injuries. Okay. Did you have any injuries in your career? Yeah, uh, in 2019, uh, there is a competition in Poland, and um, actually, on the competition. I just fell from her and uh, I felt some pain in my knee. Then I didn't take care about the knee after this competition, uh, but it was looking really bad. I mean, uh, it wasn't look so good. So I went on Moscow for the second competition with uh, probably ripped connection and uh, meniscus, but I didn't know that. And after the second competition, I continued to work out. And then this thing happened for second time. I fell from the bar and uh, then I understood that uh, I read my cross connection because the pain was really bad. So then I went to the hospital uh, and they checked and they understand that uh, I read the connection and uh, the meniscus. So I was out of uh, the workout like uh, almost one year. Not completely, like nine months because I had surgery. So, yeah. Wow. This, this meant you uh, weren't able to do pull-ups or uh, some basic movement? Actually, I was doing uh, statics. I didn't have problem, so I just do... I was doing only statics without any dynamics. Okay. Okay. I mean, there is no excuse about that. Mm -hmm. So... Okay. That's the good thing about uh, street workout that you don't always need your legs uh, that you can you can work around that. Um, so uh, yeah, how how tall and heavy are you right now? Uh, my weight uh, is seventy kilos and I'm one point seventy six meters. One seventy six. Okay. That's cool. Um, so um, people are always interested in the community. How long did it take for you from the first workout in 2012, the first street workout, um, street workout um, training session um, to your first full planche? How many years were in between or how many, uh, well, how much time? So my progress was uh, really slow 
uh, I started to do Strado in 2014, but uh, July, I think, I started to do Strado uh, generally. And July, I was doing Strado Plunge with not good form. And then it took me like uh, almost one and a half year to unlock uh, full plunge and to do sample full plunge like uh, five or six seconds with not good form. Okay. So the really the transition from straddle plunge to full plunge was quite hard for you. Yeah. Do you know why? Is it because of your height or? No, it was because uh, I wanted to be um, more completed, like uh, my progress to be completed. I focused on planche and uh, levers. Mm -hmm. And um, the method to which I used, it wasn't uh, the good one for me. Okay. So do you think like uh, working on planche and front lever at the same time um, is it working or do you need to work only on planche or and only on front lever to make progress? It depends on the person because, uh, you know, there is a people who, who it's easier to learn uh, front levers and do more uh, things on levers and uh, the same on the planche. So the planche was for me, but not the lever. So, okay. Are you in general um, more a push person? Are you stronger in push movements than you are in pulling movements? Yeah, I think uh, for pushing, for me personally. Okay. But uh, this doesn't mean that uh, I'm not doing uh, any pull-ups. I'm trying uh, to improve my weak points. But you just know that you have to work harder to... Uh, progress and and front lever or like in levers in general i guess yes but uh, if you want to have good uh, good level you work on it yeah even sure. if you if you don't like it. yeah that's it um so how long did you did you take for the front lever from your first workout like included all the basics and the the year of basics only almost the same time like uh, the straddle plunge wow and that already shows your strength in the pushing movements because for a lot of people, that's at least what I see, uh, with the front lever is easier uh, to learn than a straddle planche. But there are these uh, these few athletes who are like, uh, have like a straddle planche before the front lever. So it really depends from person to person. It's just my feeling that there are more people who are stronger in pulling movements than pushing movements. Or what do you think? Uh, I think... Uh... Personally, it depends on the people, you know. Uh, so if you take, for example, Netko, uh, his pulling power is uh, much, much better than his uh, pushing. And you can see how easier for him to do pull-ups and other stuff, for example. Sure. If, if I work on his program for lever, for the front lever, uh, I won't be able to do the same pull-ups as like him. And is it a reason of, uh, it's, a, it's a reason of genetics, right? Yeah, it's uh, all about genetics. Okay. Um, do you have some advice that you would um, give to somebody who has the also the same height as you and wants to progress and planche, like um, in general, uh, a 
advice for somebody who is like also taller like you're not the tallest guy like uh, in, in planche but uh, in general like uh, the advice that you would give to somebody who is like 166 uh, 176 to 180 approximately so yeah uh, he just have to uh, to work on his elements and uh, personally for me i prefer to be more balanced you know Uh, I focused on planche and lever, but uh, this means that uh, your progress won't be so fast because uh, you're separating your power on two things, not one. So if you focused only on one thing like planche or uh, lever, you're gonna progress it uh, more faster. Okay, makes sense. What are the your favorite exercise that you recommend for the planche? Uh, progressions. If you want to learn uh, planche, you have to do more progressions. And uh, again, depends on the person, because on some people, uh, rubber bands uh, help more, and others attempts third uh, progress. So you can combine third of the um, basics or uh, other exercises to progress it. What is your opinion on, on leg workouts in general? Um, is it a focus or is it just something that you do for health or is it um, something that's uh, counterproductive for aesthetics? What do you think about it? So before the injury, I wasn't so consistent with workout on legs. So my only workouts for legs was uh, swimming and uh, handball. And uh, after the injury, I took a lot of care about my legs. Like mm -hmm. uh, now I have uh, three days, three workouts for my legs in a week. Wow. And uh, it's only body weight. Like um, uh, running, uh, body weight calisthenic, like uh, squats um, and other, other uh, exercises for legs. Mm -hmm. And uh, the third one, uh, I started to do free run, like uh, flips. Nice. And yeah, that's it. And you feel that your legs are feeling stronger, so also the injury is less probable to come back, right? Uh, I'm not sure about that. I mean, sometimes uh, I feel the place unstable, but I think uh, it needs more time. Mm -hmm. Because uh, from the injury to now, uh, it's maybe year and half. Okay. So I think there is uh, time to heal. Do you think your injury would still have happened if you would have trained legs before before it? Like, um, do you think now, oh, I should have trained uh, legs the whole time, or is it something that, uh, yeah? What do you think about that? So I think uh, if uh, if I were training legs, it could be uh, no problem for my leg to, you know, mm -hmm. it won't happen this injury. So. Uh, I think everyone has to take care about that and uh, to train legs. Uh, a lot of people think that uh, if you train legs, uh, the elements uh, are going to be more harder. Yeah, there is something uh, right in that, 
you're gonna be heavier, but uh, for sure you you will have more power. Like um, your body will have more power. Okay. I, I think this is one uh, natural boost for the body because uh, you stimulate uh, uh, bigger part of uh, the body. Okay. So today, how does your workout schedule look like? You already said three times per week uh, legs, but uh, let's uh, show the people how does your complete work uh, a week of workouts look like. So, okay, today after the interview, I'm gonna have a workout. So, I'm when I'm in the gym, I will first stretch and warm up. Then I'll start to do uh, static combos uh, on parallel bars and mm -hmm. uh, floor, like um, for one hour. Then I will switch uh, to dynamics, some combos for dynamics and uh, dynamic elements. Then I'll do a little bit basics like um, pull-ups, push-ups, uh, dips. And uh, then I'll switch uh, to workout for uh, legs. A little bit um, front flips, back flips, and uh, then again with basics for legs, like squats, jumps, and uh, run. Wow. How long is this training session? Sounds like, like a whole week for, for many people. Uh, yeah, but uh, if you have a good plan, you can make it okay so how long is one session uh it depends uh if it's uh, the weekend uh there is a uh, four or five hours wow. uh, but if it's uh, the work days uh it's taking me like a three hours workout okay And uh, the rest of the week, uh, like um, if you, how do you split your workouts for the week? So one day I'm training and one day, one day I rest. Okay. Every day, like one day yeah. training, rest, one training. Day, one day. Yeah. And one your one. training days always look kind of the same? Uh, not kind of the same. Uh, one of the days I have, uh, I'm more focused on uh, pulling. Like uh, the end of the workout, I'm doing uh, more uh, hifestos or uh, muscle ups. Uh, the other day, I'm focused more on pushing uh, push ups and uh, presses. And uh, the third workout could be with uh, combined three of them, like uh, pushing and pulling, but um, more balanced. Mm -hmm. Okay, but it's always uh, statics before dynamics, right? Yes, I prefer to do this. Because you need the strength for uh, statics and uh, like for the dynamics, it's not that bad if you already are a little bit exhausted from the statics. Yes, and uh, also I'm trying to save some power from the statics to dynamics because mm -hmm. if I want to do combos, I have to do statics on the bar too. True. Makes sense. 
Um, you already said uh, in the beginning of a, of a session, you stretch yourself, you do some mobility work. Uh, your, your opinion on mobility overall, is it important for planche? Or like for, sorry, for, for a statics workout in general? In general, for uh, the whole workout, it's not only the planche or statics, it's about uh, dynamics too. And uh, even for the legs uh, workout, It's good just because, uh, you know, you can feel more your body when you're stretched and uh, warm up good. So I think this is important for sure. Okay. And you always do it before the session, not not after or both? Uh, actually, both before and after. Because uh, before, here in Bulgaria, winter is uh, really um, uh, cold. So... It's good to have a good warm-up because, you know, in the cold weather, you can get uh, more injuries. So sure. you have to protect yourself with warming up and uh, after that, stretching. Sure. Like, uh, what was the coldest temperature that you had this uh, this winter? Minus 15. Wow. Okay. That's... It's not like Russia, but it's a similarity. <laughs> True. Like in Germany this winter it was crazy. Like uh, one week ago we had minus 19 degrees uh, here okay. and uh, like snow, snow chaos with 40, 45 centimeters of snow. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, but I can totally relate. It's really um, the body doesn't feel good. Like if it's so cold and you go to a training, I can imagine that uh, stretching and doing some mobility work uh, prepares the body to To, yeah, uh, definitely you have to do warming up good before the session. Um, do you? What do you think is the main reason that people get injured? Um, because I see a lot of people uh, injuring themselves in calisthenics and um, then some other, other people saying, yeah, calisthenics is not good for the joints. It's too, uh, like too, pressure, too much pressure on the joints. Uh, what do you think are the main reasons that people get injured? Uh, I think uh, it depends. It could be because uh, they didn't warm up good uh, or they don't have enough uh, strength for some elements and uh, they are doing try hard. And uh, the other third thing, I think it's uh, just a bad luck. Sometimes it just happens. Mm -hmm. Okay. One question that we received a lot of times and a lot of athletes ask that is um, when do I know that I'm ready to start with straddle planche, for example? Um, because as you said, uh, a common reason is really to, to be injured is to start too early with an element that your body isn't ready for, that your tendons, your joints are not ready for. So um, when do you know that you're ready to, to start with a straddle planche, for example? I think everybody has to feel his body. So if you feel your body uh, in good shape for learning the planche or lever, like uh, you feel that you have enough power, you can try to learn first uh, basic stuff like handstand and uh, other basic elements and then to start to learn planche because you, you can't uh, throw yourself direct to the planche. True. And people have to know that you started so early, like uh, kids are still like 
the the joints and everything is still growing and uh, still quite flexible, etc. You did a lot of basics, you do a lot of mobility, and then you started with your uh, statics, with your planches, etc. Um, this is important for the people to know, I think, because uh, a lot of people want to learn the planche in three months uh, or like uh, the the full planche in six months, and it's like really rushing and uh, wanting to be fast. And when I see your story, you took time, you you took your time but you're like really uh, um on a on a good level now on on a, on a healthy level yes uh, i think it's because uh, i wanted to be everything balanced and uh, not to rush uh, direct to everything uh, i prefer to be my progress to be slower but uh, completed i can understand do you think uh, are you in general Uh, a patient person or are you like unpatient uh, your, in your personality? I'm definitely patient. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's a good thing for, for calisthenics, I think, or like uh, overall a uh, good thing. Um, nutrition. How does your nutrition look like? How do you eat? Uh, how is it possible to have a physique like you? Uh, what are the, the, the meals that you eat? So, uh, two years, uh, before two years, I was doing uh, some diets, like uh, low carbs and, um, yeah, low carbs mainly. And uh, it helps, it helped me to be more uh, cleaned in, in uh, good shape, but... Uh, Sometimes it's not a good option because uh, it's just for a um, short period. It's not for a permanent. You, you can't uh, throw away all carbs and uh, eating only um, meats and uh, vegetables. Mm -hmm. So now I don't have that, but uh, I have um, built something like a normal... Um, normal way of uh, eating. So I eat everything, but uh, in in norms. In moderation, I eat yeah. And everything in normals. Okay. So um, do you have like some stuff that you take care of? Do, like, do you uh, eat a lot of protein or uh, is a lot of fat or not a, not a lot of fat? Like, are, do you look on some nutrition? Uh, right now, no. But uh, for sure, I'm watching to uh, take good protein from my food. Especially before competitions? Uh, no, uh, generally. Okay. Because uh, you can't uh, you can't uh, to work out and uh, to eat only bad uh, food, no, and uh, to want some progress. Like um, mm -hmm. if you eat good food and uh, clean, I think this is going to be a little bit boost for your body and for you and uh, just feel better. If you if you want to have progress and uh, you eat clean food, it's going to be boost for your body. Makes sense. Uh, do you take supplements? No, only only vitamin C. 
and okay. uh, sometimes uh, protein. Sometimes. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, we're closely coming to an end. Um, one thing that I would like like to know: uh, What are your goals for the next time? Do you plan on competing again? Definitely, for sure. Uh, actually, I'm burning for competitions because uh, one year I was out of uh, the sport, so I want to compete more. Cool. So we can see Stefan back on on the stage. Uh, that's that's cool. Um, yeah. At the end of each interview, we always have some quick questions, quick answers. So first question: Pizza or burger? <laughs> pizza. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you a dog or a cat person? Uh, dog, but I don't have dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Same. Same here. Um, do you have a favorite location for holidays? Mm. home <laughs> home okay so yeah, when home. when you're uh, on ho like when you have some some free days you like to spend them at home yes or with friends uh, in the mountains sometimes cool um what are the athletes that inspire you uh, victor for sure victor kamenov uh, netko eric cortis And then there is uh, other athletes, Dimitri Kuznetsov. Okay, nice, good ones. Um, do you have a favorite book? Mm, not at all. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. If um, what was the best calisthenics event you've ever been at? There is uh, three competitions which I like: uh, World of War Heroes. For sure. Yeah, you're all also yeah. wear the hoodie there. <laughs> yes. uh, but of the bars. And uh, there was a one uh, competition which I was um, judge in Slovakia. Uh, I can't remember the name of the organization, but it was really good. Cool. Um, If you would have to decide between uh, only statics and only dynamics for the rest of your life, what would you take? Definitely statics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Expected that. And then the last question, uh, do you have a message for the calisthenics community? Something that you want to tell the people listening? They have to um, uh, chase their dreams and their goals and uh, not to give up on them. Nice. Awesome. Thanks for the interview. Um, yeah, where, where do people find you? How can they uh, get in touch with you? They can uh, write me a message uh, on Instagram or add me in Facebook. Awesome. So Instagram and Facebook are down below uh, for the people who want to co contact you, like the, your links, your social media channels are in the description. Thanks for your time, Stefan. It was a, it was an honor, uh, and uh, it's really nice to see you again. Uh, I mean, we met each other, uh, I think, yeah, two years ago now, uh, like approximately on the World of Bar Heroes event in Cologne, 
And um, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, this summer we can uh, see each other again on a competition. So all the best for you. Thanks a lot for your time. And before you can say goodbye to everyone, and uh, I want to say thank you to everyone listening to this till the end um, to uh, yeah support this series. And uh, thanks for sharing it, uh, giving it a thumbs up. This helps a lot. And uh, Stefan, you have the last words. Thanks again that you were here. Thank you and uh, appreciate it for the inviting me. And yeah, that's all. Thank you. And see you this summer, hoping.